Welcome to Episodes in Troubled Thinking, a podcast that explores the inside-out nature of life and how our thinking often gets us in trouble. This podcast is a collaboration between two transformative coaches, yours truly, Antti Vanhanen from Finland and Steve M. Nash from the UK. On this podcast, we take turns coaching each other on various topics and occasionally we'll discuss broader topics about being human. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Antti and Steve. Hello, this is Steve M. Nash um, doing his usual bumbling introduction to our podcast episodes in Troubled Thinking. Um, and I do this um, podcast with my co-host, Antti Vanenen. How are you doing, Antti? I'm doing very good, thank you, Steve. How are you? I am doing very good, too. Um, as soon as this introduction is over, I'll be able to relax, <laughs> relax, relax. Mm. And we are talking about relationships today, or dating, or let's just call it relationships. And um, we, it might be a coaching conversation, or maybe Auntie and I will just sort of uh, talk about our own experiences of relationships and how well we do them, how badly we do them, what the cause of that is. Um, but I thought we would start this whole conversation with um, some words from Garrett Kramer. I'm on his mailing list, um, and he speaks of the inside-out understanding from a sporting perspective quite often, but also from a general perspective. And this was a newsletter he was sharing about. Oh no, it was actually a, it was a tweet about relationships, and I'm just going to share it right now, and then we, maybe we can talk about this, Auntie. So he said this, the foundation of an enduring relationship, knowing your feelings aren't caused by the behaviour, appearance or opinions of your partner. The foundation of an enduring relationship is knowing your feelings aren't caused by the behaviour, appearance or opinions of your partner. Garrett Kramer. And there's one thing in that sentence that I know that I struggle with. In, I mean, I've struggled with all of them, but there's one thing that I really struggle with and I still struggle with. So that's why I quite like this sentence from Garrett. So uh, would you like to make a comment on what Garrett has said, Antti? Uh, no, I, I, I love that quote, I think, um, or, or sentence. Uh, I suppose it's only a quote when we take it out of uh, out of context, then it becomes a quote. Um, but yeah, I, I really um, uh, I, I see I see a lot of uh, wisdom and truth in it. That um, it basically says that are we seeing life inside out or not? And and if we don't see our relationships as um, inside out, then then we are kind of building our relationship on on um, unsustainable foundation. So that's kind of what what um, occurs to me. And I guess um, it's a little bit um, what we were talking about in the difficult people podcast. Mm. How do you deal with difficult people? Yeah. And I guess you know that your feelings aren't caused by the behavior, appearance or opinions of that difficult person. Mm. So... 
I have some things I could talk about with this, but I'm just curious, um, where are you at uh, when it comes to relationships? Do you find them easy? Uh, are you? I mean, for me, I think the one area of insider understanding that I bump into my thinking the most is relationships. So, mm. but, but is, is this easy for you? Well, I think uh, relationships are, are the, the best thing in life. And, and they're often also the most difficult thing in life. Um, I think somebody, I, can't, I wouldn't know who said it, but somebody said that hell is other people. And, uh, <laughs> and, and while I don't think like that like 99% of the time, I see some truth in that. Um, and uh, I think relationships are, they're, they're marvelous. And it's hard to imagine like what life would be like without relationships. Um, and that it would have any meaning um, for me. Um, at the same time, they can be challenging and, and very difficult at times. And um, particularly, I'm, I'm obviously talking about relationships to, to people, not, not to things. Uh, although that could be a separate conversation as well. But yeah, um, on the whole, I, I think relationships are, I find them quite easy. Um, occasionally they're very tough and they usually reveal the more I look in that direction they reveal um, you know some some trouble thinking or or insecurity or whatever around some topic or some area that I have and uh, that's that's when uh, and to me the point really isn't to you know tell the other person to be differently but to for example understand that why am I having trouble with this or why is it so hard for me to say something about it to the other person and, and those those um, a lot of times point me towards uh, very interesting introspection so are you saying that after you've come across the three principles of understanding it hasn't necessarily made your relationships easier because you're already comfortable with relationships or has it made a difference uh, uh, or how has it made a difference oh absolutely it, it has made a it has made a difference and a, and a very positive one um, one thing of course is that um, you know that when you're pissed off or um, irritated or frustrated or, or, or jealous or whatever you know that it's got nothing to do with the other person or, or the situation at hand that and and that kind of like helps me to not make a bad situation worse. For example, if I'm irritated and, and uh, it really looks to me that it's the other person causing it, a lot of times, I, most of the time, I catch myself. And because I know that this is an inside job and not a reflection of what's happening uh, you know, around me in the external world. And that prevents me from, from lashing out at the other person, from, from blaming them for how I feel. Um, you know, to try to control them or manipulate them. But uh, rather it, it restores, allows kind of like that feeling to just be. And sometimes I say like, look, I'm just in a kind of bad mood right now. So whatever I'm gonna say right now is, is probably not going to be very productive. So, so how about uh, we, just, we just table this for a little bit and we come back to it when, uh, when, when uh, you know, I'm seeing things perhaps a bit more sanely. And then a lot of times, you know, you, you give it uh, 10 minutes, half an hour overnight and you can you come back to that same situation and 
there is no problem or you can you can talk about it in a very constructive manner and and see eye to eye and actually it brings you closer together rather than having to um, argue or try to defeat the other person and just uh, so people that might not know you i mean um are you are you in a relationship right now? Oh yes, so I have a a wife and a, and a daughter, and we should be having a second daughter in about ten days. Oh, how exciting! So, oh, exciting indeed. <laughs> so things are the life's about to go from hectic to total chaos, but you know, <laughs> that's uh, that's all all par for the course. So so that's ah, okay. so yeah, you have an interesting playground when it comes to relationships and uh, the inside understanding. Ah, uh, indeed, yes. Does it, is it, um, so you're, you're saying that you're kind of noticing uh, a bad mood and you're noticing an irritation mm. in yourself. Does it help when you see your daughter or your wife irritated that you know, is it helping you that you know where, where, that, where that's coming from too? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing that with my, my daughter is only two and a half and uh, so she's too young for you to you know reason with her so so what i do most of the time is is i you know i um i'm more understanding that well that's just a feeling you're having now that i don't i, I make it a, a conscious point that i don't try i don't reinforce the outside in illusion for example you know she wanted to take her glass of milk with her when we went to her daycare for example and of course, you know, like I'm, I'm not going to let her do that. And when I didn't allow her to do that, you know, she was very upset. Um, so I point her more towards the fact that, okay, you're upset now. That's okay. You know, like, you know, I, I feel upset too sometimes. And you know, it's kind of like you make it okay, but I don't, I make it a point that I don't point her towards like, oh, are you upset that you didn't get the, your glass of milk with you? Don't worry. You'll get it when we come back. So uh, I kind of make it, um, I, I'm more understanding that, you know, that's just, you know, uh, state of mind she's in at the moment and that's you know why it makes it appear that you know the, the glass of milk is is super important right now um and and uh yeah and i and kind of encourage her to be to first of all um become aware of what she's feeling and then to understand it's just a feeling and that's all it is so so yeah it does help uh with my wife uh as well um it it, it definitely helps um to understand that you know it's not a lot of times the, the the reasons we give why we're upset but rather it's just the ebb and flow of our thinking and with the caveat of course there is that um you know your your closest people they can they can keep pushing and then if you're not in a happen to be in a particularly good or high state of mind yourself it's you know sometimes it happens that you get dragged down um uh, into that but um but I think it's even that is is uh, it's uh, it's a remarkable difference from from uh, what it was uh, before I stumbled across this understanding. So so I'm I'm really I think all my relationships have benefited from this understanding. Well, I love how you how you um, are with your daughter, and when she's upset, you're you're not making that upset a problem. You're just allowing her to be upset. Excuse me. Mm. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, I love that. It's mm. just a different way of. Because I can imagine saying to a daughter, if I had one, um, you can have it when you come back. I can imagine saying that exact thing. And you're just thinking, oh, look, you're upset. Okay. 
it's all right. Yeah. And, and it's not bothering you. And so I guess it just plays itself out. Yeah, it's kind of like taking the, the whole inside out understanding and, and like scrapping away all the, all the intellectual side of it and, and seeing what, what's left, like in this situation, like what's really going on. And then, you know, acting based on that. And, uh, you know, there's like, like I, think, uh, I think I've said it before, but uh, a friend of mine, he says that children are exaggerated adults. And, and and it's it's really true you see like how they change their minds and, and their moods and and at the moment my, my daughter she she loves her breakfast cereal and um, from very early age you know it's a, it's a very healthy cereal too so it's great it's not like some sugary thing but she loves it but that now over the last couple of weeks um, you know because it's having breakfast every morning you know it's it's kind of just it gets boring and and you know it's always the same thing even though she can kind of pick and like have some of this or do you want some of this cereal but so she's kind of started to do this like oh mother i want to or mommy i want to uh eat from your bowl now with my spoon or i want to switch bowls and now she's like i want to switch seats and it's kind of like becoming more and more of a circus every morning because <laughs> because that's her attempt of, of trying to kind of keep it interesting keep it exciting and uh you know so then this, this morning we uh we said like nope we're all just having breakfast now and uh she's like oh i don't want to have any cereals like well fine then you know like then you can get off the chair and, and not have any 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 and then of course you know she spent the next five minutes just being very dramatic and crying on the floor and when she when it looked like you know she was naturally running out of crying she kind of artificially tried to keep it going and she's not a very good actress but and you know it's 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 those kind of things and and it's really just for me, it makes it incredibly easy to understand that that's just, you know, it's just the state of mind and the meaning we give it. And, um, you know, you can, you can, at this very early age, I believe that, you know, it has an impact of if we reinforce that getting your, getting your way is going to make you happy and not getting your way is, is going to make you unhappy. That has a, that's going to have a lasting impact on, uh, on, on how we think about the world as we grow up. Yes, in terms of the control freak in the control freak inside all of us. Yeah. That we need to get what we want, otherwise mm. otherwise something bad will happen. Exactly. That's nice. Yeah. What about yourself? How has um the the inside of understanding helped helped or has it played out in your relationship? How would you how would you see it? Um well, I, as I said earlier, I have had a lot of thinking in relationships. I've had quite a few relationships. I'm not married. I'm single at the moment. I've had a lot of thinking uh, that I took very seriously. I, how the, how my girlfriend was, <clears throat> how my partner was, her mood, her agitation. I took personally and so there's a lot of managing their their mood uh, a lot of conflict avoidance um a lot of what i'm calling managing the feminine which is a very foolish undertaking um i do that a lot less there's, so there's a lot more i'm a lot more aware of my thinking and my triggers 
I'm a lot more aware of um, the other person's thinking, the other person's triggers, so I can kind of separate them out. Um, and I'm, a, I'm, I guess I'm more relaxed, but it's a bit of a work in progress still. Mm. Yeah. So it's. The other, so you, said, so you the mentioned other, mentioned earlier, if I can just kind of like, um, um, as opposed to jump in. You said earlier, like you know, you, from Garrett Kramer's quote, you said that um, one of the one of the three things that he mentioned in the quote, um, one you have the most trouble with. Would that, yes. Which one would that be? Would that be the opinions of, of others or? Uh, well, it was caused by behavior, appearance, appearance or opinions. Yeah. So your guess is behavior. No, opinions. Ah, opinion. Ah, interesting. Um, um, behavior has bothered me and um, I'm, I'm less bothered by how somebody feels because I understand where that behavior is coming from I'm no less bothered about how I feel opinions hmm no I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I, I seem to be more neutral about opinions it seems sometimes people sometimes people's opinions can threaten me a little bit especially if it's if it's kind of uh, let's say their opinion is this inside out understanding is uh, a lot of nonsense and uh, it's just for for happy people who and uh, privileged people etc that's that could bother me but generally opinions no I, I'm not that fussed about opinions no the 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 word is appearance that has nagged away at me nearly all of my all of my relationship life uh, so, so so tell me tell me about that that's fascinating yes it is it is fascinating um it's like it's this kind of notion of fancying somebody of them being attractive enough mm -hmm. and i have i don't know it's just this kind of a very like I, I appreciate like um, the the inner critic, the harshness of the inner critic, and I have an inner critic, and I um, I, I know what that voice sounds like. But that, that voice also appears when I might be dating somebody. They they might not be attractive enough. They might not be slim enough, tall enough. They might have a um, their eyes might be too close to 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 each other. The forehead might be too big. There's a it seems that when I when I go out with somebody, sometimes I'm just finding fault with their physical appearance, and it's like, it's incredible, and it's very, mm. it takes over. Sometimes it, I, I allow it to take over, and so I've had relationships with, um, I've had relationships with, lovely relationships that have gone on as long as they've gone on, and I've found them to be beautiful women. And nothing, I've found them, I've really been attracted to them. But I also know that at the beginning of that relationship, I was finding fault with their appearance. Mm. And I know that some relationships have ended because, in my mind, I didn't fancy them enough. And I really struggled and angsted over that. And it's it's not like it's gone. I'm just kind of more, I'm more aware of uh, those thoughts that come. Mm. So that's that's the word I noticed in Garrett what Garrett Kramer said. Mm. 
appearance. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, because I, I I have ended relationships because of appearance. And uh, when you have, have you been generally upfront about that, or? Well, as well as you can be, as upfront as you can be. Just you know, this it's like don't really fancy you enough. Yeah. So after of all the relationships you've ended, uh, so not the other side, how well, how big a percentage would you say is because of appearance, and how much is because of you know personality or or, or behavior? If you had to guess, I mean, I know it's impossible to say accurately, but you know, just have a stab. I think, hmm. Well, I'm going to share a relationship theory uh, now, so apologies. Uh, a, bit of, <laughs> a bit of psychobabble. <clears throat> I believe that if I fall ma- truly madly deeply in love with someone and, and all my thinking goes away, then appearance isn't a problem. And if appearance is a problem, it, it's something else is a problem as well. And mm. so I might blame appearance, but I probably... I don't think I, I probably haven't ended any relationship bec- if I'm being really honest about because of appearance. It's just something's up, and then I don't find them attractive, so I end the relationship. If you, mm. if you see what I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of again that's my thinky way of my thinky analysis way of looking at what yeah. I, my relationship so far. Um, mm. but, so, but several I've had several relationships that I've really struggled over and that's I felt being at the core of it just I haven't felt drawn to them physically enough and or I felt I felt like I'd be drawn to somebody else I'm, I'm more attracted to that another person and it's like I'm, my eyes are wandering and I don't like I don't like feeling like that like I've got wandering eyes I'd like to mm-hmm. adore my woman there's yeah. there's quite a there's quite a lot of thinking around <laughs> here. Yeah. There's a lot of thinking because I think that I am not the only person that thinks like this. It's just I take my thinking very seriously. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, I I mean I recognize some things uh, in, in what you're saying from my um, you know my my single life. Then I think as 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 men we are much more visual and. Um, I think they've even done like studies that that you know the the physical appearance of, of a woman is is often the number one criteria in our initial attraction. Uh, and whereas like for women, it's you know it's that you know you're tall, um, or that you know you have a you have a lot of resources, or you know that kind of stuff. So well, I've, I've felt it's more like I know women have said, oh, I didn't find him attractive, and then he started speaking, and then I like listened to him, and then the the character filled out the the person and it's then they now suddenly they, that are drawn to him yeah yeah exactly so so yeah absolutely and and i think there's you know there's nothing wrong with it if you're if you're not attracted enough to someone then you're not I, for me it's that's kind of I, I i went on like when i when i first started dating you know when i was like 17 18 i think um appearance was was like almost the only criteria it was kind of like well you know if she's hot enough i'll deal with the personality you know right yes and and that's kind of how it started and and as time went on 
um, the the kind of personality aspect and and how we got along became a bigger and bigger thing. Where and and then probably like the last couple of years of my dating life, it was kind of like, well, either she's attractive enough or she isn't, right? That was like, you know, is she, a, you know, do I find her attractive? And then that was kind of the only thing. So I, I, I stopped kind of analyzing and saying like, oh, I wish she had, you know, bigger boobs or, or, um, longer bl- legs. Yeah. Blonder hair or, or, you know, uh, prettier toes or you know like, quite whatever or like or less pubic hair so <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know it's typical of me just have to add one more in there yes quite yeah so um so so it became less about that and you just kind of start to realize that you know do i find them attractive and 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 you know do i want to be with them and and i made it such a big thing and there's a book about kind of like this difficulty of 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 choosing by uh i think um, an author called barry schwartz called the paradox of choice and um what he found in 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 that book that um when people have a lot of choice most people they have really trouble choosing so if for example if you had like six things to choose from you know it would be hard to make a choice but if you had like those six things plus another six things to choose from then you would be less likely to make a to make a decision because it would be so hard to find right that perfect one and what i found that that you know there's kind of we can kind of fall into two psychological modes um with any given thing one is the the optimizer so you're kind of you think that there's one best option for you out there and you have to figure out what it is. So, you know, we we obsess about it, we analyze, you know, we try to find faults, we, you know, we write pro and cons lists, those kind of things. And it's and it's really hard. And then oftentimes once we made our choice, we have buyer's remorse that we think like, ah, you know, I don't know if I made the right decision, like maybe this this isn't the one. And the other way of thinking about it that he that he um observed is the um, he called it the satisfier or satisficer, I think he called it. And that's basically that, you know, you kind of, for example, you, you see like, oh, that's good enough. I'll go with that. So, for example, you go to the, if I, for me, that's like when I go to a restaurant and I kind of start going through the menu. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. I'll go with that and I'll stop reading. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Whereas yeah. like my wife is the opposite. She'll read through every single item on the list and particularly many um, Chinese restaurants, they have you know, they might have like a hundred items on the list. And then she's like read through those hundred and she's trying to figure out like, wow, but what's the right one for me? I don't know. Right, I see. And 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 so the we have the same we have we're in the same situation, but because you know, I'm just like, Oh yeah, I'll take that one. That sounds like what I what I like right now. That, sound, that sounded good. Let's go with that. I don't need to know what all the options are there because I'm not looking for that one perfect one. And uh, I don't know if uh, if if any of that kind of uh, brings any thoughts from your part. Hmm. Um. Not really. that's all right um i was thinking that maybe we'll have a coaching conversation around it like i I will i will um be client to your coach another time and we can probably dig a bit deeper there's 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 thinking Mm. and uh, i don't need to know what it is it's just i know um 
just there's this evaluation i mean it it's it is i am a little bit like your wife with the the menu mm. and then and then there might be more than one menu look through all the menus yeah there's more menus look and internet dating kind of encourages the choice the the selection criteria uh there's more than one internet dating site you can join it um mm. at different times there's different people uh it's very easy to um to find you, you connect with people that you ha you barely know and it's and they you kind of starting to do a little dance with each other and you, all you got to do is a couple of steps out of sync with the other person and they'll they'll say no 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 you can't be doing that right you're gone i'll find someone else because and someone else will appear mm. um it's i don't know what it is it's um it's quite a strong thought or belief or i don't know it's quite powerful and it's definitely mucked up some otherwise great relationships um yeah i think um people in general have a lot of thinking around relationships um like they do about money and, and and politics and you know probably religion those are probably like the four things that people have the most uh thinking around and i find it like we you know we discussed before we we uh, decided to do this uh topic on this episode that so many uh that's one of the part of the intrigue that you know it's uh a romantic relationship is probably the 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 closest relationship you can have with another person and as natural as it is on one hand it's also uh you know it's oftentimes it's scary there are it can be uncomfortable it can be awkward uh, and we usually have a lot of thinking around it so it's um it's a topic that i think interests people for that reason a lot and i find it uh intriguing and amusing to no end because it's always fun to hear uh the thinking that other people have around the same topic and uh some people have very little of it and they usually seem to be yeah their their relationship they seem to be kind of like oh, you know it's no big deal you just do this and then this happens and that's cool and other people um obsess and, and analyze and then there's all kinds of you know shades in between and variations yeah. so so i think it's fascinating to to talk with different people and to talk with you about this and see you know how you see the same thing that i'm seeing and like what's your experience of it and and how that changes from one moment to the next so it's uh it's a great topic um yes it's it's like the, the ones that um find relationships easy or you know irrespective of the behavior of the partner they are the ones that kind of i think that they know that they're okay whatever happens in this relationship and they'll know that they, it, it 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 lasts as long as it lasts and they they they're fine with it and if they're not fine with it that'll be the end of the relationship and it, it they don't they're not evaluating behaviors and what it means and yeah. like they 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 they're kind of tuning into what's right what tastes right mm. they they they're just tuned in to yeah. themselves a lot more and 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 they just see how it goes they're just kind of just doing that they're just doing that and even relationships that might last many many years they'll still be that little is this fun is this are, are we enjoying ourselves just a little inquiry yeah we are and then you'll mm. you just let a whole lot of behavior that you don't care for you just let it go and you don't take it personally and like i can talk theoretically about what a perfect relationship looks like really easily <laughs> yeah. I, um and it, it it's simple 
Yeah. And there's not a lot of thinking, and there's you might you might have similar opinions. Uh, you might have a great sex life. You might do things together, or none of those things. Mm. Um, but I would be happy to uh, to 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 be coached. Maybe our next conversation, or the one after, or whenever. Um, and I'll kind of I don't know if I'll explore my thinking, but I might explore. I don't know, because thinking, when you start sharing thinking, it just sounds crazy. You know, yeah. the thinking that you have, and like, oh, why do you think that? Oh, I don't know, I don't know why I think that. Who knows why I think what I think. It's just, I just know there's, I know that I think a lot yeah. when it comes to relationships. At the, at the same time, uh, I think, you know, sharing some of your, you know, thinking that you think will sound crazy is is probably something or something that many other people m may have as well in in different forms. And, yes. And then hearing that right. you have it too kind of makes them think like ah, so it's not just my problem. You know that they see it's kind of um, a more universal thing. A lot of thing that I that I've noticed a lot in coaching conversations recently is that simply, and I think this is kind of like one of the more bigger benefits of even traditional um, like psychotherapy is that you simply say things that you think out loud because somehow they sound different to you yourself when you say them out loud with another person listening. You, you yeah. hear them differently yourself. You kind of made me like, oh, wait a minute, why am I even saying that? And so there's a lot of benefit to it as opposed to because I'm saying like, oh, I don't know if I want to say it because it'll sound crazy. I mean, I think both of us, we're, we're, we're past that on this, on this, on this podcast. Hmm. <laughs> you know, we, we we say things that that you know we we think and 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 we feel and 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 you know we know that it's all made up and and some of it is just really twisted and and, and backwards. Well, why does appearance matter, Steve? That could be a good question that you could ask me mm. another time. Yeah, in yeah. another episode, it's keyed up for well, another episode. I, I think this was a fantastic thirty-three minute teaser for our uh, okay. <laughs> for our next episode. So, so uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Steve, for um, laying out like I think what I think is one of the, the greatest teasers for uh, for an upcoming podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be back next week with um, possibly some relationship talk. Okay, well, I don't look forward to it, but but thank you anyway. <laughs> and um, yeah, well, we'll be here next time. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to episodes in Troubled Thinking. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you took a minute to leave an honest review on iTunes because this will help other listeners discover us as well. We hope you have a great week and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week.